0: Hey, what's up and welcome back to the Katie and Company podcast. This week on the show, we had the wonderful Carly Pierce who actually just won ACM Female Vocalist of the Year, which is super exciting. I actually sat down and talked to Carly before the ACM Awards, so we got to chat about what she was going to be wearing on the carpet and how excited she was for the show. We also talked about her latest single with Ashley McBride, Never Wanted to Be That Girl, which is coming up on breaking some pretty cool records along with a song with El King and Miranda Lambert. So look out for that when you're listening. Also, just I love Carly like she's just she's such a sweet girl. And I feel like she's been through so much in the last few years, like we've all followed along in social media and in the press about, you know, this crazy divorce that she had to go through that was so public, and I just, I feel really excited for all the good things that are happening for her, and as you'll hear us talk about, she's working on new music, which I think is going to be, you know, very light and happy because of all the great things that have been happening to her. She's also got great recommendations for some new books if you're looking for something to read and TV shows to watch. I had a good giggle about what she's been watching lately, and then We are super excited because Carly is going to be joining us at our leading ladies event for Odyssey this May, May 11. Tickets go on sale today. Actually, you can check those out, Ticketmaster.com, but Carly is going to be playing an all-female guitar pole for us at the Seminole Hard Rock Casino at Hard Rock Live. It's going to be Carly Gabby Barrett, let me get this right, to Arts. Morgan Wade, Lauren Elena, and Lainey Wilson, who also just like cleaned up at the ACM Awards. It is a stacked lineup. We have more artists that we're going to announce, but you'll hear Carly and I talk about it. it's really rare that you get to see this many women only playing a show and let alone a guitar pole, which is my favorite way to listen to music. So enjoy. Here is Carly Pierce on the Superstar Power Hour. Hello. Uh, how are you, beautiful? good. How are you? I'm so good. It's so
2: nice to see you. What's going on? Oh, you know, just hanging
0: in Dallas for a radio show. Oh, I feel you on that. Um, How about you, uh, Miss Kentucky Hall of Fame? <laughs> also, I have a cute little exhibit at the Country Music Hall of Fame. Are you just dying?
2: I, yes. I mean, I feel like you know me well enough to know I'm just a little bit like, it, I don't know. I go home to, from these events and I'm like, what? <laughs> I just do that? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like is that all the things. I'm like, is that mine? Are we
0: sure? <laughs> that's so exciting, though. And like the Kentucky Hall of Fame, that's huge. Like you're such a proud Kentuckian. I I felt so excited oh. when I saw that for you.
2: I really didn't expect that. Um, obviously, it was like a goal of mine, but I
0: was really, really happy about that. Oh my God. That's so exciting. And then ACM awards four nominations. Are you just like, are you so excited? I know this weekend's like a ton of stress, but also like, that's super exciting.
2: I'm really excited just because I feel like so many things happened in my world that were great during the pandemic, but I, it didn't feel real. So it's just nice to feel like, Oh, we're all going to go to Vegas and like, just do the thing and it'll be fun. And whatever happens happens, but at least I'm going and getting to like experience an award show like the CMAs.
0: Exactly. And I don't want to be the person who's like, do you prepare for a speech? But like, honestly, like when you're up for one award, you're like, okay, I don't want to jinx it. But when you're up for four, like, do you at least like make like bullet points in your head so that you don't forget stuff just in case? Cause I personally, I would never remember. Have you seen my acceptance speeches? <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, you just, you're lucky if you can talk.
2: <laughs> it's really funny. I feel like my like my team, they have written at the ACMs and the CMAs the past year, like things for me and I'll look at it. And then when I get up there, I just have no, I don't remember anything. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to keep it going. And just whatever comes out of my mouth, at least the last time I thanked my record label and my managers, like at <laughs> the ACMs, I thanked no one. I was, cause I couldn't believe it. So I, I, hopefully if I win one, i'll remember to at least do that
0: (laughs) you're my favorite do you know what you're wearing yet i do i'm really excited it might be the color of my
2: nails you see it's
0: like love a little lavender moment (laughs) i feel like i've been seeing lavender everywhere lately
2: i like um it just feels springy so i wanted to do i've never done i get really like I'll wear the same color at every show. So I need to
0: be branched out. So I saw this and I was like, oh, I like that. Okay, I'll do that. I love that. Well, we're excited for you and we're rooting for you. Mm-hmm. I am also so excited because last year you joined us for our leading ladies event, but because of the pandemic, once again, it was like something, everything had to be virtual. So we're really excited to announce this year that you were going to be coming to our leading ladies event at the hard rock live in Hollywood, Florida. We're going to do like an all-female guitar pole. It's you, Gabby Barrett. Lauren, Elena, Laney Wilson, and a few others to be announced, but like, I'm so excited. I feel like when do you ever get to see an all-female guitar pole?
2: Also an all-female guitar pole that's that stacked and so different. Everybody's so different, yes. but like all incredibly talented and beautiful and I'm that's gonna be one that you know you don't want to like leave to go pee or
0: something. <laughs> no, exactly. And I always say like for anyone who hasn't been to a guitar pool, that is my personal favorite way to take in live music. Like we're a little bit spoiled. We get to go to stuff like this all the time. Yeah. But getting to see you guys tell your stories and like really get to know you, oh, it's just so special. That's actually
2: my favorite way to experience live music as just a fan of the people that I'm around all the time. I mean just getting to I don't know a lot of times stories that they um,
0: share about songs. So that's, I am excited and I don't get to play with a lot of girls. So I'm excited. No, this is going to be great. And since it is women's history month, who would you say are the three women? They can be alive, dead, fictional, real in music, out of music. Who are the three women that you feel like have influenced you the most? I would say my mom. Um, I love how close you and your mama are. Uh,
2: she's my best friend. Um, Dolly, for sure. As a woman in in music and my grandmother, she, uh, passed away when I was 14, but she, the Pierce name is for my grandparents. It's my mom's maiden name. And she always believed through and through that this
0: was going to happen for me. Oh, that's so nice. You got to feel like you're carrying a little bit of her around with you wherever you go. Yeah, I do. For sure. And then let's talk, um, latest single never wanted to be that girl. Now I have really, I have not spent like nearly as much time with Ashley as I've gotten to spend with you over the years, but how has it been working with her? Because she seems like a hoot.
2: I've never that kind of dry humor and quick wit. I've never met anybody who has more of it than her. She's, she's a delight. I mean, that's the best way I can put it. She's, you can't, not have a good time with her and i was such a fan of her voice and played some radio shows with her a few years ago and just was like man we we started singing together on stage and it was just kind of this creepy thing that i was like i feel like we could really write something and i asked her i was just like do you want to write a song with me i'm finishing 29 and i really want to have like another female on here and i think people would be very surprised at us coming together and she was all about it and it was so fun to see her in a writer's room and see it just come to life and and we had such a blast and it's been so fun just getting to to sing with her and it's exceeded any expectation i never thought we'd write a song that would be you know almost another top 10 for for us and
0: that's really cool I wonder when hasn't, I'm sure someone's looked, but like when the last time there was a double female duet that I night. can tell you
2: because I, I feel like El King and Miranda are going to break the record and I'm very upset about it. But in 1993, does he love you was the last that went number one.
0: That's crazy. I know. But I mean, still, even when it, If you get it anyway, it's still a great company. Okay, Miranda. Totally. (laughs)
2: Yes. And then it was like, you know, since us, I mean, something bad with Miranda and Carrie, that's like been the last
0: female song. That's so crazy. I love that. I love to see you guys like breaking those boundaries and like climbing up the chart. And then you are getting ready to go out and tour some more of 29. Have you started writing anything for the next project yet? Or are you kind of like taking a break, taking it all in still?
2: I have started writing which i was so afraid of at first i think when you i knew exactly what i needed to write and i felt oddly super inspired because there was a lot going on in my life at the time so to transition into the next record of really understanding that fans want to hear my perspective of on my life but now that my life is quite uneventful as far as emotional and I'm not, you know, going through big changes in my life and I'm pretty stable. Um, <laughs> it's been interesting, but I'm really feeling here lately in the last couple of months feel like I'm hitting a stride in writing some things that are really cool that I'm excited to share.
0: That's awesome. Because I feel like for you, like you said, like fans, like we all went through this journey with you and everything that you went through. And like, I love how you always share so openly, like, you know, and you're very vulnerable in your music, but I just feel like there's been so much love and light that's come your way that it makes me really excited to hear like what the next chapter sounds like for you. And I'm just, I'm very excited for you. That's all.
2: (laughs) It's been really fun to see how hard things can bring you to really good things. And that's, okay, I never sorry. thought that would be my message, but in a lot of ways, I feel like it has become my purpose to show people that you don't know what's going on in your life at the time that it feels so bad. Just hang on because I'm living proof that it gets better when I thought it was over. It's it so much better. Yeah. It's like <laughs>
0: So good. And then one of the things that we're doing this week while you're on the show is we are highlighting some of the leading ladies in country music. And one of the songs that we're going to highlight is "Redneck Woman" because you and I are about the same age. So I think you know you probably remember like I do when that song came out in 2004. It just like it got so much attention.
2: I mean, I feel like she, there hasn't been a female that's exploded onto the scene quite like she did. And no I knew feel, that song. I mean, that song. I remember just. That second verse, the Victory's Secret. I'll wear the same thing. Walmart store half price or whatever. It, she just was. I mean, that's another female that I feel like doesn't get talked about, talked a lot about as far as just unapologetically being like, "Here I am, hear me roar." I mean, she and she could really sing. So I I, I loved that song.
0: <laughs> it was so good. And then another one. We were so lucky to grow up with Trisha Yearwood. Is like the soundtrack of our formative years. She's in love with the boy. Like, will forever be a classic in my book.
2: Those story songs, I feel like we need more of them. Just that
0: you were so invested in Katie and Tommy, you know. I know. Oh my god! Every time I talk to Garth, he's like, "Katie, are you <laughs> on the front porch talking to Tommy?" And I'm like, "You can make that reference to me as many times as you want. It will always be special." <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and then I know you've got a lot going on this week with ACMs and being back on tour. But what have you been doing lately in your downtime? I know you're saying your life's like kind of uneventful. Have you been binging anything good? Have you picked up any new hobbies? Like, what what are you doing to stay sane? Oh my god, I feel like I'm so I'm always late to trends
2: on television. So I but I did, I binged up until the part that it's at. Um Love is Blind. I'm a big Love is Blind fan. Okay. But I'm really into cheer right now, even though oh, I know I- that was like forever ago.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, I am watching it. I'm like you're oh. out on stage,
2: like, yes. <laughs> I love this. Navarro cheerleaders, I love it. Um so I'm watching that. And honestly, I mean, I I read a lot. Um, I love my dogs. I spend a lot of time with my dogs. Honestly, this like, Um, I read like a lot of random things. I, my favorite author that I read all the time, um, Lisa Turkhurst. She's like a Christian author that she wrote so many books that I've just loved. Um, it's not supposed to be this way was such an amazing book for me. And she's just, I love her. I love everything that she writes. Um, and I'm reading a book right now called bittersweet. That's really good. I think uh, I've seen People post about that. It's good. It's good. I can't remember who the author is. I was just like, I'm reading something else right now. <laughs> um, and love my dogs love to run still. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty boring.
0: No, you're not. <laughs> I just like, like to be home and hang out. Same. I'm great. If I could be home all of the time, I would choose to be home over everything else. <laughs> I
2: want to fly to every show and fly home like Tim McGraw.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if only. Oh my God, could you imagine? I know I always feel like to so brag, but I'm like, I don't really want to fly. And people are like, well, that's so exciting. And I'm like, do you know how tired I am? Like, I am tired from like the little amount of travel I have to do for work. I cannot imagine how you survive on tour. I literally can't imagine it. I would be the worst artist. <laughs>
2: Well, you right it's like, you remember as a kid, flying was super cool. And now it's like what we do, we do it so much that it's like, it's not fun. The amount of time that you have to spend in an airport before you get on the plane. It's just like, no. so stupid goals. PJs. <laughs> PJs. That's my next goal.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue.